Coming up on Locked On Angels, the Halos get their first sweep since April, and Johnny, it was just too sweet! And we'll tell you why a Shohei Otani trade isn't a good idea, and we're going to play a game called Never Do I Ever. You're Locked On with Mike and John, and this is Locked On Angels. You are Locked On Angels, your daily Los Angeles Angels podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And thanks for making Locked On Angels your first listen of the day. We're free and available wherever you get your podcasts. You can share the pod with your friends by hitting the share button. You can rate and review the pod on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. And you can subscribe and click the bell to be notified on YouTube every time a new episode drops. Welcome to another episode of Locked On Angels, where it's your team every day. You've got the Frisch Brothers, a.k.a. the Super Halo Bros, here with you. My name is John, and that's my brother Mike. And my name is Mike, and that's my brother John. Mike, how sweet it is. How sweet. Sweet! <laughs> to sweep the <laughs> Oakland A's. It's the first sweep the Halos have had, as we mentioned, since April when they beat the Guardians in four games. Remember that? Remember how fun that was? Was that this year, last year, or six years ago? <laughs> I don't remember. No, it feels six, like it was forever. Six years ago is when Tuki Toussaint started the game yesterday, and <laughs> it took forever yes. to finish the game. I almost yeah. forgot that he started that one because it was a 12-inning game, and it just took four Ever It did take forever, but I was really glad to see him actually pitch really well Yeah, because he's got this energy about him that you you get excited about, and Mm -hmm. maybe perhaps he'll be great. We actually, when we first made the trade, you and I talked about it. We have a mutual friend that's a Braves fan who gave us some insight, right? And and the insight was good. They said if Tukey actually can put it together, he'll be a great starter for you, but he can kind of lose his focus throughout the game. But yesterday, five innings and no earned runs. Yeah. And how how great was that to see him really battle? I, I like yeah. I liked what I saw from Tukey yesterday against the A's. His stuff is nasty. I think I mentioned it on Lockdown Angels on Twitter. Uh, according to Baseball Savant, he had 64 inches of break, vertical break on that curveball, and wow. about 38 inches on the on the sinker. So that guy. The stuff is there, and you know, we've had conversations about the stuff, the stuff, like with Andrew Heaney over the years, and and just said if he could just put it together, he'd be great, and and he never really seemed to put it together for the the Halos, and so for Tukey Toussaint to have those five clean innings, you know, he started to struggle a bit the third time through the order, I noticed, but he was able to get out of it thanks to that double play, but that's kind of been the M.O., as he's been in relief as well. He goes about three innings in relief, and he's done that twice so far for the Halos. And it's around the the next time these guys see him, they start to kind of pick up on what he's got. But if he can figure out how to change the game plan along the way and locate his pitches and hit the strike zone and avoid the walks, that stuff is going to play, man. He qualified for the win, too. Unfortunately, the Angels weren't able to hold the lead. That was a bummer. But how about Jaime Berea? I mean, this guy, he went platinum with his hair, and he's gone platinum with his career this season. He's been probably our best pitcher. And again, we've mentioned this, but unfortunately, he's come in in games when we're losing. And so in this one, he came in and it was tied. And so I love to see him come in three innings pitched in extra innings. He only allowed that one unearned run. And the only reason why we were in this game to start was Ren Bifo. Man, that guy, he hit a three run home run. And I feel like I need to apologize to him again because I've been really hard on him this season. So it's great to see him come through for us. And 
I don't know, man. There's something about Sierra that I really, really like in Magnus. the outfield. And he had two RBIs in yeah. extra innings, and he got the Gatorade bath, and that was really fun to see. You could tell how excited he was yeah. to get the win for the Halos in extra innings. 12 innings for the Halos. They won 5-4. to four. Yeah, Berea coming in and almost in a save opportunity, really. He just had to keep the score where it was, and the A's were able to squeak across the one run because of Ramon Laureano again, and yeah. that guy just always seems to beat He's up on us. He's the one that that uh, doubled in all the runs, too, from Jesse Chavez. Jesse Chavez must be forever an A. He must be forever an Oakland athletic because that's where he came up, and that, and he must still be on their payroll or something. Because. I think that it's just the curse of the Angels because here's a guy who helped a team win the World Series last yes. year, has looked really good, and then suddenly gets back into our pitching rotation and starts pitching like the guy that we have come to know when yes. he's played for the Angels that we were glad to get rid of, Ugh. and now he's back doing the exact same thing. He's done this to us twice now. Twice. So I think he's got to be the guy that's cleaning up when we're when we're down 8 nothing instead of Jaime Berea. Yeah, you really thought that you could count on him as a as a good relief arm. and But, I mean, you know what, though? Phil Nevin has brought him into that situation two times, and both yeah. times he's cleared the bases with a three-run double, which is kind of funny because it was the exact same situation that happened in last Friday's Mariners game. And so I thought that was kind of a a coincidence there. But if Phil Nevin keeps bringing him in in those situations, it's just not the right guy for that. So give give Chavez a clean inning. He's had clean clean innings in the past. So stop bringing him in with the bases loaded and da-da-da-da-da. Let Andrew Wance try to get that last out. They had a conversation on the mound, and they decided to remove him for some reason. Maybe Wance told him he just didn't have the location or the command, but... I, I think that Wance could have easily induced a ground ball or even a fly ball, especially the way the ball was flying around the yard yesterday, and uh, could have at least given up one run and still held the lead. But man, yeah. just in an instant, you see that lead go away, and then the Angels get the run back and, and extras, and then the A's get it back, and it was just back and forth and back and forth and back and forth. But talk about Sierra being clutch, man, getting an RBI in both at-bats in extra innings that he came up. And that those are the two runs that helped us win the game, and and he came yep. up, he came up clutch in those moments. So, and how about the defense too? He was he was throwing it hard from center field. So that was yeah. also great to see as well. I really like him out in the outfield, and we seem to be a bit more competitive when he's in the lineup and mm. he's playing defense. And so I think working him in now with Mickey Moniak on the DL, I think that you can work in Sierra a whole lot more mm-hmm. and give him a whole lot more opportunity. And perhaps he's our center field and you have Joe Adele in left and you have Taylor Ward in right. I actually really like that lineup and I think that that's something that the Angels could move forward with this season. Steven Duggar uh, hits the ball hard too. I know he didn't hit anything out, but man, he's he's making contact and that's all we can ask for. And then again, think about how great the Angels have been since David Fletcher has come back to this lineup and he is uh, the Fletch daddy. He owns the Oakland A's <laughs> yeah. and uh, holds that highest batting average over 100 plate appearances still in, in Oakland. So that's great to see. But Mike, we have three games against the Twins. And then after that, Seattle comes to town. Yeah. Look, I don't want to. I don't want to say anything. Uh, maybe, you should, maybe you should stop. Maybe you should stop. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because if we speak it, something good or bad will happen in that favor. Yeah. But it is a yeah. good opportunity for us to take on some of those teams that are in the wild yep. card race and, and just see what happens. See what happens. Right. Uh, we got right. Tyler Molly, who just got traded from 
the Reds to the Twins, and he had a start for them already. And uh, Patrick Sandoval is going for us on Friday, so perhaps Sandy can get some depth and length into this game. I think his the biggest struggle lately has not been going very far into games, right? Well, his last game, he could have earned the win, but then the bullpen blew it. I think that might have been the that Jesse, was Chavez, Jesse game. Chavez game. Yeah, yeah, that was the Jesse Chavez game. And so I'd love to see Sandy get a win. I think he's really worked hard and it'd be great for him to get maybe a couple of wins. But this next start, I think will be huge, especially against the Twins who are leading the Central right now. I think this could be a good kind of test run and see if this if this Angel team is actually a, a, a really like competitive team moving forward. I think this week weekend series starting Friday will be a tell for us. That freaking AL Central, man. You know who has a better record than the first place team in AL Central? Who's that? The Baltimoreals. Just trying oh, to save time. Man. They have oh, a better man. record right now. They're in third place in the AL East. They have a better record than the first place team in the AL Central. And that's what happened to us in 2012. We had a better yep. record than the Tigers. But yep. because they were first place, we missed the wild card spot. And I just, ugh, I hate that. <laughs> Coming up on Lockdown Angels, we're going to talk about Shohei Otani because you have to. It's required, contractually obligated to do so. But we're actually going to bring up this thought. We think that it may not be the best idea to trade him. And we're going to share why. And I think the details will convince you as well. But first, Locked On Angels is brought to you by BlueNile.com. You can celebrate all of life's special moments from creating custom engagement ring of your dreams, giving a classic and timeless jewelry piece all at prices that you won't find at a traditional jeweler. If you're looking for fine jewelry and you're having trouble choosing, Blue Nile's got your back. They have jewelry experts that are available 24-7, and they have simple tools online that help you to choose the diamond shape and size and clarity as well as the setting style. And then the jewelers from Blue Nile will handcraft her perfect engagement ring, and each ring is one of a kind. And if you don't like it, the great news is that there's not a problem. You can actually get it returned and there's a 100% satisfaction guarantee so you can make all your special moments sparkle from bluenile.com and going on right now is their anniversary sale you can save 40% on classic fine jewelry pieces and 25% on engagement ring settings and every order is insured and it ships free and arrives in a package that won't give away what's inside so shop stress free and find your forever piece go to bluenile.com today We want to thank you for making Locked On Angels your first listen of the day. And sometimes, Mike, you and I suspect that there are Angels people out there making Locked On Angels their first listen yes. of the day. And <laughs> we have a knack for speaking things into existence sometimes. We we're gifted. And, uh, yeah, <laughs> we're talented that way. And so this is a, a segment that we want to do for Perry Manassia. Now, you and I, you, you've played Never Have I Ever, correct? Yes, I have. All right, mm-hmm. we're going to put a little spin on that, and we're going to call this Never Do I Ever Perry Manassian Edition. Perry, we know you're listening. This one's for you, my friend. <laughs> Mike, why don't you start us out with our first Never Do I Ever. Okay, you ready? <clears throat> Here we go. Perry, Never Do I Ever Want to Watch a Team of backups. Mm. I am tired of it. I want to see teams that are competitive. Mm -hmm. I want to see teams that 
are contending. I want to see teams that are playing well. Never do I ever want to watch a team of backups. And you are the man that can make that happen. So please pay attention to my request, Perry Manassian. Go ahead, Johnny. Depth <laughs> is the key word there. Let's have some depth. Depth. D-E-P-T-H. Depth. <laughs> Never do I ever want to watch a team that strikes out 10 times, Michael. 10 no. times. No. Not even nine times. I'll, take, no. I'll say nine times. Nine times? Nine times. Nine times. Reference for you there. <laughs> Man, this season has been so brutal in terms of the strikeouts. Now, things yeah. have certainly turned around, and it's because we've added the contact bat of David Fletcher. We're seeing Game better, changer. We're seeing better contact from, from guys who are filling in right now, like Sierra and Duggar, right? We're seeing some good contact being made. And one thing that you and I failed to mention during our coaching conversation earlier this week yeah. is the fact that both Max Stassi and Taylor Ward kind of called out the hitting philosophy around the team and how that hmm. was holding them back. Do you remember that article? It was probably about a month ago, and it's kind of I when do. things started turning around and they were striking out less after that conversation. I think that goes back to Mr. Jeremy Reed and, and his hmm. philosophy because these guys were watching things right yep. down the middle and striking out looking way more than they were striking out swinging, which right. was kind of an oddball thing too. So all of that to say, never want to watch a team strike out 10 times in a single game. Let's put that behind us, please. Yes. All right. Never do I ever mm -hmm. want to hear this phrase. He put up great numbers in AAA while he's putting up terrible numbers in the big leagues. <laughs> Never do I ever want to hear that. And, okay. and I'm going to pick on your favorite player, Jose Rojas. It's oh, not John's goodness. favorite player. No. I am so tired of Jose Rojas putting up great numbers in AAA and then coming up and hitting below 100 <laughs> for the Angels. But he had right? a 14-game hitting streak in AAA. That's and awful. Then and then 0 for 20 in the majors. Right. <laughs> and the thing that I that I, I, I don't want to hear is when the announcers say, well, you know, he's he's wondering why he's struggling. Listen, there's a reason why you're a full-time AAA batter. And no disrespect a. to him as a human, but there is a reason why there's people in AAA and there are people that start in the MLB. And right. so never do I ever want to hear, you know, he put up really great numbers in AAA and he's batting a buck 60 for us. I don't want to hear that anymore. I don't want players like that anymore. So Perry, <laughs> never do I ever want to hear that that again again mike never do i ever want to be out of the playoff picture by june not having it amen <laughs> <laughs> you know after the 14 game losing streak because we got off to such a great start at the beginning of the season we were sitting around 500 around the end of that losing streak maybe a little bit yeah. below I yep. mean, we continued to to fall a little bit before we finally won. In fact, Joe Madden was fired about 12 games into the losing streak, I believe. Yep, and then and we lost two more after that. Yeah, yeah. so uh, that was that was frustrating. But I will say the Angels still had a chance in June. I mean, look at the way the wild card is going right now, especially with chaos personified in the Baltimore Orioles. The Baltimore right. Orioles, just trying to save time. Uh, <laughs> they... <laughs> They're, they're in it, and yeah. they're written off 
And they've been written off for the last few years. And suddenly they add Adley Rutschman to the roster. And that guy walks a ton and and is hitting well. And they just have this young core of great pitching and great players. Here they are right in the middle of the wild card race. And uh, as for us and, and our team, you know, we continued to sink further down the rabbit hole. So never do I ever want to be out of the playoff picture by June ever again. Perry Manassian. Fix this and fix it for 2023. Sidebar conversation. I wonder if David Fletcher could be our spark like Adley Rutschman was for ah. the Baltimore Orioles. See, I just stole your line. The Baltimore Orioles. And, and maybe it actually helps us to at least get back to 500 and dare I say... Ah, don't say over- it. <laughs> okay, I'm not, not going to say it. Okay. okay, last one. Here we go. Perry, never do I ever want to get my hopes up just to be let Ooh. down. Well, I'm an Angel fan, so I think that that's probably a prereq <laughs> when you're an Angel fan. Perry, we know you're listening. We know you're paying attention. So never do we ever want any of these things to take place ever, ever again. From Mike and John, it's a love letter to Perry Manassian from Locked on Angels. Hey, Locked on Angels is brought to you by Liver Health Formula, a new sponsor here on Locked on Angels. Did you know that the key to sustainable weight loss is through your liver? Who knew? Now you know because you listen to Locked on Angels. Right now, it's easy to rejuvenate your liver health and reignite your metabolism thanks to Liver Health Formula by Pure Health Research. Liver Health Formula contains eight liver-boosting super nutrients that work together to wake up a sluggish liver. No more bloated belly, no more uncomfortable digestion, no more feeling tired and low on energy all the time. I think we could all use that. And best of all, Liver Health Formula makes it easier to maintain a healthy body weight long-term, not short-term, not a crash diet, not anything like that, long-term healthy body weight. As a listener of Locked on Angels, you can get in on this. You can try Liver Health Formula risk-free today and get a free bottle of CurbFit with your order. CurbFit is a safe and all-natural appetite suppressant, and it makes it easy to say no to the unhealthy foods. Mike, I know you're a Del Taco fan. Just say no thanks to CurbFit. So go to getliverhelp.com slash MLB to learn more. Again, that's getliverhelp.com slash MLB to try Liver Health Formula completely risk-free and claim your free bottle of CurbFit with your order. Go to getliverhelp.com slash MLB right now to get started. All right, final segment, Johnny. Here we go. This is something that you and I have been talking about off air, and we wanted to bring it on air. Yes. We're going to talk about why trading Shohei Otani isn't a wise decision. The face of baseball, the main the event, face that of guy? baseball. Johnny, you were quoted on Locked On Sports That's because right. you dropped some knowledge <laughs> on this pod. And now you're a celeb. I'm glad I put it so eloquently when I said eyes on the TV and butts in the seats. I just, you know, former English teacher over here, just putting things so plainly stated and eloquent by saying butts in the seats. And I got butts in the seats. Butts in the seats, right? (laughs) All right. So here's here's the big reason why we should not trade Shohei Otani. And the big reason why is Miguel Cabrera, Jonathan. Cabrera? Let me explain this to you. 
Do you remember when Miguel Cabrera came up and everybody was like, ooh, mm-hmm. this guy, mm-hmm. he's good, right? And he has really created an incredible, incredible career. Of course. He was traded from the Marlins to the Tigers because the yes. Marlins trade all of their big players like the A's do <laughs> and try to get a bunch of people back. Now, hey, weren't we in on Cabrera at one point? Didn't we... Make a, there make was a talk. There was yeah. a lot of talk, and we had Vladdy. That? We had Vladdy at that time, and Vladdy was on the tail end of his angel career, oh, and man. so there was a lot of talk of putting both of them together. Man, there, there's another segment we need to do. What if? What because if? there's a lot the of butterfly conversation. effect. Scenario. Absolutely, man. This team, I'll tell you. Okay, so the Marlins traded Miguel to the Tigers. Johnny, can you tell me just one, and if you can, two? Of the players that the Marlins received in the Miguel Cabrera trade. And just so wow. you know, there are one, two, three, four, five, six players. Six players. That they received. Can you can you tell me one, maybe two of the names of those players? Uh what year was that? Because he feels it feels like he's been a tiger forever. Yeah. It has been forever. I mean, he's it's been essentially his whole career, so yeah, dude, I have no idea. Six players, I can't six even players. name one. And I said you got to get six players for Shohei went a, yeah. a couple of days ago. So, uh, well, there's your precedent. Yeah, dude, I have no idea who who's in that trade. Okay, I'm gonna tell you, but that's the point. You can't tell me <laughs> one player. You got right. Me. <laughs> you can't tell me one player. Well, I gotta know from, who they are. <laughs> well, and you're you're gonna recognize a couple of them. Okay. I think you'll recognize okay. maybe maybe four of them. Okay. But that's the point. Is right. Everybody wants to trade Shohei, and we're gonna get all these young guys, gonna and we're gonna prospects. be able to do this, and it's gonna be awesome. Let's ask the Marlins how that worked out for them, <laughs> right? Because the Marlins don't have any of these guys on their team, and a lot of these names jumped around because they're the Marlins. So. Yeah. Here's player number one, Cameron Mabin. Do you remember okay. Cameron Mabin? Of course I do. Yeah. He played for like a half season with the Angels. He was their fourth outfielder, and then we traded him away to the Houston Astros. That's right. And, and so and Cameron won. was that with was us. Year for, they won, too. <laughs> yeah. Cameron was with us for just a bit. Andrew Miller. Do you oh, remember the name? Yes. Andrew Miller. Okay. Yeah. So he was a lefty. Huge part and, the, uh, he was in the Guardians and the, the World yes. Series. Oh, yeah. Yep. The third is Mike Rabello. Does that name sound familiar? Don't know that name. No, Mike didn't do anything in the in the major <laughs> leagues at With all. With a name like Rabello, he didn't do right. anything. Right. And then the next name is man. I'm gonna I'm gonna butcher this. I apologize. Uh, Elogia de la Cruz, I believe, is how it's pronounced. Am I right? Elogio. Elogio. See, you're Elogio? better at this. That there's your English degree. Well, that's Spanish. So. <laughs> well. <laughs> Shut your, shut your mouth. <laughs> you got me on that one. All right. So, Elogio De La Cruz, maybe? We'll just he say De La only Cruz. Played, it's fine. He only played 11 games in the majors. In the majors. Okay. Only played 11 games. With the Marlins? Right? Uh, he did. With the Marlins. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And he came up and he wasn't very good. Uh, Dallas Trahern. He was That's, another that name. That sounds familiar. Had no major league experience. Oh, never actually never cracked. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. And then Burke Badenhop. Do you remember Burke Badenhop? I remember. I remember the name Badenhop. Yeah. What did he? He do? was a middle relief pitcher. He had 418 career games. Bounced around a little bit. Played. Did, did play for the Marlins. Okay. But but here's here's the issue, Johnny. Trading somebody like a big name like Otani in this case, like Miguel Cabrera, you can get a lot of guys, but. These guys didn't really make an impact, mm. and they were big names. Don't get me wrong; these were like 
top-notch prospects hmm. that they got from the Tigers. And you could say, well, Maven had a kind of solid career. Yeah, okay, and career of course, yeah. Andrew Miller was really great he in some playoff stud. runs and, yeah. and w- was shutting people down. Yeah. And, and yes, you can say that. The problem is, is that they had a really great career with another team. Like, right. they didn't actually become who they could become with yeah. the Marlins. And yeah. that's the danger in trading away a big name like this is let's let's get six to eight prospects. This will be really fantastic. It's going to really help refill our team. We'll bring them all up. But the reality is, is yeah. that that is really unusual. It's an anomaly and not the norm. And it's hmm. why I'm convinced we shouldn't trade Shohei Otani because the return is not going to satisfy any Angel fan and will perhaps be angry because we're going to watch Shohei break more records with somebody else. We're going to watch Shohei put more butts in seats, <laughs> to quote Johnny, for somebody else. Look, I got to say the fact, you, you brought this up before when we've had this conversation before, you're going to pay $20 million for an ace. You're going to pay $20 million for a hitter on the level of Otani. And so you already have that in him. And you have him for another year. I I understand the urgency to trade him and try to get prospects back. The thing is, is like if you have him on your team and he's a guy who's guaranteed to get you wins, yeah. his war is out of this world. Like without yep. him on this team, we don't we literally don't have as many wins on this team because of him. So right. if you're not willing to run it back and try again next season, and think about the issues that happened this season. Injuries, no depth, all that kind of stuff. Go and fix it. Go and fix yeah. it in the offseason. You need a yep. shortstop. You maybe need another outfielder. You definitely need some more starting arms. But the thing is, is without Otani, you automatically lose 10-plus games. Yeah. And I think that's kind of what it comes down to. So yeah. trading him for six prospects, even if it was like Diego Cartaya or Anthony Volpe from the Yankees, right? That's great. And and maybe that's our Andrew Miller. Maybe that's our Cameron Mabin. But I don't, I'm not satisfied with that. And I think no. that this example of what happened in the Miguel Cabrera trade Good example, Mighty. I think you did a good job. Thank you. I want to thank the Academy for mispronouncing (laughs) De La Cruz's name. (laughs) Well, thanks for making Locked On Angels your first listen of the day. Now make your second listen, the Locked On MLB podcast show with our friend Paul Francis Sullivan. He has really great things to talk about and has been broadcasting from different major league stadiums. So that's kind of a cool effect as you watch his show. It's on YouTube and you can also find it on the Odyssey app. So follow the number one daily league-wide podcast and watch and listen to Locked on MLB. Hey, give us a follow on Twitter at Locked on Angels. Of course, you can always message us, comment, send us a, a DM, let us know what you're thinking. And you can reach us at Super Halo Bros on Twitter and Instagram. And we love hearing from you there as well. Mike, what do we have on deck for tomorrow's show? You and I have talked about how Ray Montgomery could possibly be the next Angels manager. Sure. But tomorrow on Locked on Angels, we're going to give you three names of three guys who are in three different organizations Mm. that we think could possibly be the next Halo manager and lead us and Shohei Otani to the World Series. Or at least just come and sit on the bench. (laughs) (laughs) You got me hyped. All right. Until then, my name is John, and that's my brother Mike. And my name is Mike, and that's my brother John. And we'll see you right back here on Locked on Angels. Take care. Take care.